What it less? What is your signature? They're like, hey, we're gonna need to check the guitar microphone. What is your what is your go to if you need to check a microphone? Hip. That's it. Just hip. Ha. Hip. Two. Ha. <laughs> or to make fun of a guy I was uh, in a band with, uh, checking my one, checking my two. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I, I heard that Siblings. about a million times. <laughs> See, it, you notice everybody kind of has the same. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah, this is the same. Or the okay, we need to hear guitar. Mm-hmm. What 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 guitar? And you play the same riff generally. Um. Or do you just kind of? I eh. just make butt rock notes. Yeah. It is fun to take sound checks to use the sound check as to play something that you're not going to play with, later on uh, in the night. Sometimes I'll even just start playing a riff and make the whole band just improv a riff with some vocals that I make up on the spot. Yeah. So you're going to sound check. You might as well. <laughs> Get stupid. <laughs> like I prefer to when they're like, okay, let's get the full kit. I prefer to be like, do got to got to got to got to symbol without a bass drum hit, like so that people are like, oh my god, this is gonna be the worst band. That's a sick linear beat, bro. That's AC Slater straight off the talent show of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I've played that song. Oh yeah, flex your biceps while you're playing it. Yes. Yes. Well, this is, I mean, are we are we still sound checking? We've been making in noises it. into the okay. microphone for yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, I assumed, but I didn't know. I feel like this is what Joe Rogan does. Like, you just walk in the room and you just start talking. Sure. We, we already went through some stuff that should have been recording. We should have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll try to get back to it. We'll so there. let's welcome everybody to episode number four. four. This is episode number four of the mm. Cedar Rapids Music Scene podcast. I can't believe we've made it this far. Yeah, man. We've Can you it. believe it? You've come hey, a long way. We've baby. come a really long way, and we're churning them out too. I mean, yeah, it's like no. almost every week. Actually, yeah, this is. I'm surprised you're already on number four. Can you believe that? Because well, it's because technically impressive. you haven't even heard number three yet. I haven't. See, also, that, true. I, sh- I don't know if I should divulge that information. Ooh, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh god! They don't just put them out when they record them. Yeah. Whatever. Well, let's get straight to it. The man of the hour joining us today, Les Olhauser. Hi. If you have not been out seeing music or playing music, there's it's the only way you wouldn't know who you are. Let, let's put it that way. Fair enough. Because you are the man in the music you know, scene, in fu- my opinion. It's funny that you should say that because I, I, while I was brushing my teeth today, I wrote you a jingle, and it's uh, Mike Schulte. He's the ultimate man in town. I like that. Oh, wow. Can we get well you in the done. studio after this, record that, and yeah. that uh, way I can it, make it a ringtone I mean, on my phone? I mean, it cheap, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Whatever. I'm, I'm, making, man, I'm making tons of money off this podcast, so it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all right. Sponsors rolling in all over yeah. the place. <laughs> we have to fight them off. We don't have enough We don't. Have I don't normally time. think about you while I brush my teeth. I, well, I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Just today. Just today. Well, and joined, as always, we got AJ Venn's Wolfpack Productions. He yes, is sir. by a producer, and he makes the, the things go on the computer screen over there. Yeah. Sets up microphone stands. It's a great thing. He yeah. does it well. How you he been, man? We thank him for it. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I've been I've been good. I've been really good. I've been really enjoying this um, and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah, man, this has been a great time. Well, I am Mike Schulte. I had a jingle. You just heard it of the Pork Tornadoes, and I'm hosting this, and it's really great and awesome. But today, we're just going to skip all this, because today is when it really gets down and dirty. Hmm. The, the conversation of all conversations... <laughs> Cover yeah. bands versus original bands. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean, like, we, this might have to be a five-parter because I don't think... It's it's almost like political debate. Like, there's not going to be a right answer here. Right. I think the reason that Les is here is because you're kind of like me. You've been in so many different bands, and you don't discriminate. You're like, oh, this is a cool original band idea. Let's do it. This I want to cool play band. music. Yeah. I mean, is that is that the plain and simple that one day you realized, well, I just want to like, play music? When I first started gigging... I, A, was playing in metal bands, and so, you know, we were gigging with that. But at the same time, my uncle had a cover band, and he really didn't give a crap who was on lead guitar as long as he had a guy on lead guitar. And he's like, hey, you're 16. Did you come play some covers? So just right from the start, there was no... So you there was didn't, no either you or. Didn't it was go just through that. No, that it was just period. you're playing guitar on stage. You happen to maybe have a little more fun and get your rocks off more on one the other one you get paid for right sounds like it's a fair trade i think that's that's a little rare though your transition is uh, for the most part i think most musicians go original band for multiple multiple years and then you know kind of struggle with it a little and they want more of a you know a crowd and stuff which comes with the cover bands that's just part of the reality you have to face sometimes 
you go you go through that hatred. I mean, I know I did. I, I was all oh, cover band. Sorry, hey, they're so dumb. And and I know AJ, you can attest to this. You're in the original band world strictly right now. And for the most part, and yeah. isn't that the general thoughts from original bands versus cover bands? Like original bands look at cover bands as oh god. They're not real musicians. They're selling out kind uh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm. I won't sell my soul. I've heard that yeah, about right. four hundred times. And the thing is, if that's your take, that's totally cool. That's totally cool. Totally by fine. by all means, uh, but you're shutting yourself off from uh, some good learning opportunities. Probably some fun with other really good musicians. Uh, mm-hmm. and a decent paycheck if you guys got your stuff together. Yeah, absolutely. And, true. and that's where it comes. I mean, I think I think a lot of people. I was in this boat, and maybe maybe everybody else is too. But you think you're gonna make it, you know? In sure. Quotation marks. You're I, like, I'm I, an original. I band. sniffed that for a minute. Had had a flirt with it. Did Did you realize? Was there one day when you go, listen, this probably won't happen? Not one day. Uh, it was right about the time when when uh, it was my old band detachment, and we had you know we sent it off to labels and stuff, and had a couple. This is uh, the best thing we've ever done. Uh, and you know, we're just like you know, ooh, it's a band stuff, and just if you're not an idiot and you watch the process, you can see that the musician is getting hosed. Oh yeah. Yeah. And a couple of years after that is when the internet really started becoming a thing and it became smarter for the band to just do it themselves. So I I started wading into that water a little bit and then it was, it was on the horizon that that was on the way out. So why? So why? Why? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You, you go from that, um, Instead of making it, it's like let's make music. Yeah, that's what I, we're here I think for. it's fantastic. I think that the whole, uh, you know, labels and the whole big thing not being what it was. I think that it's great. You, you mean like the the way that things have trended now to where they're just yeah. If that? you if you want to go see a big rock show and a label's backing that and that's cool and and the band is going to make some money off some shirt sales and that's cool and everything. But for bands that make really good music, they can put it out there and people can hear it. And there's not politics label-wise behind it. They can put it out there. And if people like it, they like it. And if they don't, they don't. And bands have a way fairer shot at, you know, getting their fair shake now than they did before, for sure. That's true. And I think the sooner you realize that, uh, we've had a, me and AJ have had a discussion on a former podcast about the three reasons why, you play music. Sure. I mean, number one, we can all achieve is it's to be with friends and musicians in a room, either arranging a new cover song, writing sure. a new original song, just the creation of music. And like, if you can play an instrument, you can do that. It's, yeah, it's available sure. to anyone and it's the coolest thing ever. And some people, that's just where they want to be. You know, like, yeah. hey man, I did this. I created my music. This was so much fun. I'm going to go home now. But then the the next evolution step is generally to have people like it. Sure. You know, like to to have people start showing up and purchasing that same music. And then, you know, a lot of people that get frustrated about that kind of stuff are the people that are into the really out there music. Right. And you, which I am. (laughs) Of course. I listen to, uh, I mean, heck, man, everything. You're literally all over the place. Uh, Yeah. uh, and, And I play that, a lot of that kind of stuff too. And you just have to accept. The mere fact that you like being on the edge means that you're not going to be liked by as many people. Right. Yeah. So, but those are the people that like to complain, you know, the system's holding the true art back. Yeah. Why, why aren't thousands of people coming to our heavy metal show? You know, I mean, it's like, well, well, we're playing way more technical stuff and way more exciting stuff in your own mind. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's like, but people, they just can't latch on. Whether, Whether you enjoy the fact or not that more people want to shake their butt to a four on the floor beat than want to stand there and count bars of 13, eight, which I do. Uh, I mean, the sooner you come to terms with that, the better you'll feel a lot better about what you're doing. It's yeah. That that's just such a, that's just a personal thing. I think you just need to, you can, you can keep playing in your heavy metal band for the rest of your life. And you can have the best time ever. Just don't get frustrated about lack of, as much exposure as other things get. Yeah. As long as you come to terms with it. Yeah. And then you also have like-minded people that you're doing it with. Exactly. You're, you're doing it. Yeah. That's That's true. For me, even the band I'm in now, extreme leisure, if I may say their name, which was our intro song, by the way, everybody, extreme Uh leisure, uh, band camp, Facebook, do it. (laughs) Uh, but we have stuff that's pretty abrasive. Oh yeah. And, uh, I don't expect 
us to get massive crowds. We've had good crowds, and that's cool, and you know, but. I just am glad to go to a place where people can say, yes, you can come do this loudly. Come play. Because mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. So do you have, I, and the reason that you're here again is that I, th- I think you've been in so many original bands, so many cover bands, but not only that, just so many different genres. Like you you truly do love music. I don't even think about genres. You're just like, that's a cool song. I just play music. I, you know, I don't learn. I don't think about like, I'm learning a country song now. I'm just learning You're the like, song that sounds like this. I'm learning. I, I'm on A7 right now. You, you could be on A7 in any style. So you, you're taking away those like uh, those walls of like this is this and this is only this and sure. you can and, only and like it, this. It, it, if you're learning things, it helps to learn genres, sure. But after a while, you learn enough of them and you start to see little connections between them. Like, oh, this like, you know, metal has... The Lydian dominant and country has the thing that's sort of the same, but it plays on a different root note. And you know, you start connecting bits, and it's just music is just music. So, so if, how does how does your brain work? If I'm like Les, I got this band. Here's the scoop on it. I want you to play guitar in it. How do you just automatically say yes, or do you just go, well, let me see if this sounds like something I'd want to play in? Well, first off, the criteria. I mean, if we're talking like cover bands. Is it a style that I want to do? Yeah. There, it's going to be a genre. Yeah. But uh, it, is it a style that I want to do? And are the people in it worth doing it with, both as people and as musicians? Yeah. Uh, That's the it, first step. If it's like uh, I'm filling in live uh, with the American Emergency, Casey Holtang's band. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're actually playing this weekend. Uh, and that was just a matter of he sent me the stuff and he said, hey, I need a guy for uh, playing live. And, uh, the song sounded good, and he's a super nice guy, and I didn't need to commit much time yeah. rehearsal-wise, uh, and I said, sure, because it was it, it would be and has turned out to be a fun thing to do. So I've got a question for you. You've got a new band, a new cover band that's that you guys are getting ready to play another show here called The Mixtape, correct? Yes. How, that's probably the most, uh, I guess, pop-friendly popular music yes. that you've ever been a part of, I correct? I love it. I wanted to do a band like that for a long time, uh, and it just kind of... And I, I had waited for a while to get the right people, and uh, it just kind of all fell into place Was magically. this sort of your idea in the first oh, place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I think that's surprising for a lot of people. To... I love dance and pop music. I yeah. love it. Um, like uh, Ace of Bass, Aqua, oh, yeah. Kylie Minogue, uh, Madonna, Nikki French... There's, I lo- there's literally I lo- something to be said about I love just it. a good pop song. Right. There's something to be said about it. Plus, there's also something to be said about the fact that if you put on, you know, uh, like Madonna deeper and deeper, that is so awesome to shred sweet guitar solos <laughs> right, over right. when you're sitting in your bathrobe, you know? <laughs> the amount of room that you have to play with. We've yeah, learned so you much. Got, you got an amount, amount of room to play in the songs, and if you're listening to stuff, there's good stuff and bad stuff in in every genre. Oh, always, mm-hmm. always. So if you're listening to stuff that's got some good, you know, harmonic content going on, it's fun to jam over. Dude, and I, what I was trying to say was I think I think that's surprising. Like, let's say somebody doesn't know you on a on a very personal sure. level, but they know of you, and they've sure. seen Black the Sun, Extreme Leisure, all these bands, to to know that you're not only in that pop band, but you kind of founded that band. Yep. I think that's probably pretty surprising to some people. Have you had any people say, oh, what's up with this kind of a thing? Uh, not really. Anyone that knows me yeah. knows that I like that kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and probably mostly so they can make fun of me for it, but uh, <laughs> right. but I'm just unabashed about it. I I, I love it, dude. It's so good. And it, rap, I love rap. We do a couple of rap songs in the group. I heard you actually rap a couple of them, don't you? I do. What what what's the what's one of one of a few of them that you rap? Uh, well, baby got back. Oh yeah, which has right. so many words. I got to get out and see this. <laughs> <There's so many laughs> That's the thing I'm the worst at in all of music is remembering words. Oh yeah, always has been, always will be. What's your go-to? Like I'm forgetting the words. Do you do you just continue to stumble through it, or do you just change? Oh yeah, words? at at this point, um, I mean, I've I'm probably better at faking the words <laughs> than I am remembering the words. And actually remembering it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you ever say like, "Don't know the words" to the? Oh melody? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, like Def Leppard. Uh, I don't know what the end of the little pre-chorus bit is, so I was just saying, raise it up, raise the phone. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not what it is at all. And, and, and nobody probably gets <laughs> that still you're saying that. I've, I've done that literally probably a thousand times. I still don't know what the real well, words are. Well, and now are. if you did know what they are, it just wouldn't seem right. I wouldn't even bother. So. I don't even want to know. <laughs> 
Uh, back to the to the popular thing. There's a guy that we know that lives in Des Moines. That's kind of your stereotypical. You know, I only like this kind of music and original music, and you're sure. shitty because you're playing that song by yep. Taylor Swift. But it's like one day we kind of had a conversation where like it's okay to like things that are popular. It yeah. is, and, and you've like I don't think a lot of people realize that, but it's okay <laughs> to go. You know what? That's a really popular band, and I think I like a couple of their songs. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Right? Uh, it's it's okay to like stuff. It's okay to dislike stuff. Right. That's the thing that I like to remind people it's okay of. To they dislike they, they tiptoe. No, no, that I love those guys. No, no, no. you don't have to like them. Yeah, I tell people all the time that you can say that something I like sucks. It's okay. <laughs> no kidding. Why do you think uh, you've been in other towns? I know you were in Chicago for a while. Yeah. Um, why Why do you think, or or do you think that the Cedar Rapids area has such a huge divide? in popularity and in crowd sizes and things of, of original bands versus cover bands? Uh, a lot of it has to do with the radio yeah. play that we get here. You don't really realize it until you start going to other places. Um, the, the radio stations in bigger cities are way cooler. Yeah. We get poop. Well, you mean as far as like uh, playing a little bit more underground they'll stuff? Play, they'll play a little bit more underground stuff. They'll play, uh, you know... Like we have here, you, there's like a radio station that plays deep cuts. Right. Radio stations in these places, not a ton. They still mostly play the yeah. super popular stuff, but you get a little more outside. And just out of the nature of there being bigger population, so there's just more of everything. That's true. There's more independent kinds of radio stations too. That's which, true. Which we don't have a lot of here. Well, and you think even though that maybe less and less people are listening to the radio nowadays too, they, they have access to music at their fingertips. Sure, definitely. That's part of it for sure. It, it's just, you seem, I think you go to the bigger cities and there's a bigger appreciation for the original scene. We even talked like, not that Iowa City's a bigger city, but it isn't more of a college town. It's harder to get a cover band to get a big crowd in an Iowa City. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of the worst cover crowds I've ever played to have right. been in Iowa City. Mm -hmm. And so, that's to no detriment of Iowa City. Oh, yeah. Just an interesting thing to find out. Yeah, well, and to think we're, we're 30 minutes away from yeah. each other, and it's a completely flip-flop scene. Yeah, I was yeah. actually just there yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I go there all the time, but every time, just like yesterday, I, I you know, it's, it's like I'm in a whole different place, even it's though totally I'm a half hour place. away. It's totally yeah. different. Is, is, it just the, is it just the younger college kid mentality that keeps the original bands up up on a higher pedestal yeah plus uh you know a lot of music and especially cover bands is intertwined with bars which kids i mean that's they, true that's kids true. i say kids because yeah, i'm hey, you whippersnappers <laughs> <laughs> old, old man yells at cloud uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh they don't go to the bar as much any you know, yeah they still do of course yeah but it's it's not the super hot thing that it used to be well, don't you think it's and so? And so, cover bands who are tied to bars, you know, it just doesn't have the kind of feedback loop. It's that we get it's here, almost like in an Iowa City or a bigger town, there are a, the true music venue to where the reason people are going to the show is or going to this venue is because they're here to see these bands. Oh, and by the way, there's there's a bar here. I'm gonna get a couple drinks. Where yeah, it seems like the cover band scene. And the Cedar Rapids bar venues, it's like, hey, I'm going to go to this bar. Oh, and by the way, there's a music band playing at this bar. Right? That's it's how I priorities. view every cover band gig. Right. What, no matter how big you know, and successful and cool we look on stage and there's a crowd and everything, it's still there's a bar. And then yeah, pe people were going to be here And then anyway. there's also a band over here, which you can enjoy if you would like to. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's just such a... But yeah, the, uh, the Iowa City thing, again, it comes back to... Uh, and we're on a podcast, so we should cut it up, but you could cut it up any which way you like and look at it, but how you approach it from a working musician standpoint, just is accepting the fact that if you want to play in Iowa city as a cover band, it might be kind of bogus. If you want to play in Iowa city as an original band, a, you're going to have a hard time getting your foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, B, you know, that's the place to do it. Yeah. As opposed to here in town, it's kind of the reverse. Yeah. That's, that's a tough, I mean, do you think it's. Do you think it's fair the way it's structured here in Cedar Rapids where cover bands make all the money and original um, bands don't make anything? I mean, yes, because and I just probably like pissed off but, no, 9,000 people. But, no, uh, I don't think you did. But though. no, no, yes, because if you're going to look at it from practical terms, which I try to look at just about everything from, from practical terms, uh, you're making the bar money when you're a cover band because 
people get to go sing along with and dance to songs that they know. And again, a lot more people want to do that than they want to go be challenged or have an experience. And God bless the people that do want to be challenged and have an experience because they can come watch my freak out stuff. And that's great. (laughs) Uh, But more people want to do the other thing. Yeah. So just look at it. That's what it is. Do what you want. Are you going to do it or aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's because there's not, there's not, we're not going to be able to change it to where original bands take over and everyone goes to see them. Even if the original band picks up, I've been playing in town since the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Original bands used to get a lot more play, maybe, and we, so. and we and we had you know more places to do it, special event type places. But you weren't getting paid. No, I don't know. It's you know. So yeah. if 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 that's the sticking point for people, I don't know what magical era you're from. Yeah. where original bands got paid really well. Because I I've never made I've, much no. money in an original band at all, if any. No, I've opened up for. You know, big metal bands and stuff like that. And you probably paid money to. I didn't. No, that that (laughs) that's that's a whole different. That's a thing that I will not do. No, never. No, and uh, you know, if somebody wants to do it, I don't. I don't want to poop on their their notions. But I, no. Yeah. No. (laughs) There's something to be said about like as far as Iowa City goes. I mean, a college town like that too. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a bar where there's actually live music happening. There can be covers down there, uh, at, at a lot of bars. You know what I mean? It, it, you could pay five dollars to have to go into the bar uh, on a week on a weekend uh, sure. that I've seen down there. So there's kind of a mentality that people are okay, I think, with paying a bit of a cover, even though. And so when you know talk about a place like Blue Moose, downstairs might be free. Upstairs, there's a five dollar cover, whether it be a DJ or live music. People are good with that because they know they're gonna get in there, get a drink special or something. Um, I think that there's already that mentality that they might be okay with that. And so instead of Bars like in Cedar Rapids banking on um, cover bands driving people in. Yeah. Um, they can say, well, cool, at least we've got our downstairs bar. Gabe's is the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yacht Club is the same way. They have two bars. You know what I mean? So they kind of have that, that double edged sword, if you will, um, that can kind of cut through that. Now, that being said, again, um, I, I, I think that there's a little bit more. Uh, I think I think it's important for original bands to have a little bit more of a conversation with the venue that you're going to play in Iowa City more than hey can we come play that night? Right. It's sure. it's up to you. Like I mean, do your due diligence of say hey can we do this and we'll set up a like a five dollar cover you know make sure we can at least cover the people that get in there that do come see us and then maybe a drink special. Yeah. If you can if you can you know validate it with like a good conversation rather than just hey can we come and play. You know, I try to have that conversation with every gig, cover yeah. or original. This is exactly sure. what we do. Uh, yeah. Is that okay if we do it at your place? Yeah, right. Do we get anything? If so, what is it? <laughs> yeah, but that's those. That, that's that's just being in a band one on one. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it is it is. But at the same time, I I cannot tell you how many bands I've run across though original bands that just say we just want to play, and it's like that's cool. But you know, do yourself a favor. You know, ask right. ask help ask a couple more questions. You know? Right. Yeah, that that's that's definitely something. That's just the shyness aspect of maybe being a breaking musician in. sometimes yeah. and breaking in, going, oh, whatever, we'll just play this. But I mean, you do have a worth, yeah. whether you're an original band or a cover band, and you should mm-hmm. you should get paid for it for sure. Yeah. You should get paid for it. the The original band thing. Um, I mean, I love getting paid for it, but I'm totally okay with not getting paid for is it. Is it too. almost like it's it's divided for you to where original band stuff is for the pure creativity? F- aspect yes. of creating the, music and the, the, writing uh, the, it. The other part of I'm willing to do it for free is I'm going to do, can I swear? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to yeah. do yeah. with original music yeah. 100% mm-hmm. of the time. And it's mine. I own it's this. It's mine. I created this. You are here. This is what's happening yeah. because of me. Right. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. yeah. That uh, That's almost the payment for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it absolutely is. Where, and, where if a cover band, you know, man, ugh, yeah. you know, I didn't really like half the songs we just played, but it sure is nice to get a little paycheck. It is. Uh, I will say one of my rules for cover bands is I don't play songs I don't like. Okay, cool. Period. So if you're just like, I really am not feeling the song, I, I'm not going to play it. Not going to do it. And uh, really rarely has it hit a, a deep sticking point. Yeah. If, if ever. They, you know. It just says you got good taste, man. Yeah. I'm just picky. <laughs> I'm an opinionated jerk. No, I don't think so. 
I think I think it's nice when you swear too. You got a good f bomb there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well done. I, uh, well played. I, I wrote the book on it. Yes. <laughs> um, the the one thing I was gonna say too about um, writing original music is when you're in the moment of writing it and then you're performing it, you you generally think, man, this is so good. Like I can't believe I we wrote this. Like this is so awesome. But I've always found that I'll go back three years later, four years later, and listen to said recordings. Sure. And just kind of go. Mm. Yeah, that that was pretty good, but uh, you know, we could have been better. That we should have recorded that better. We should have. I didn't like that bridge part that we did there. I almost feel like you're you're caught up in the moment in original music to where you do think this is the best shit I've ever written, and it's so amazing, and everyone's gonna love this. But maybe it's maybe that's just the personal side of writing music, right? Yeah, vulnerability almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Writing music for me is just like it. I don't know. It's hard to talk about it. Yeah, because it's above talking about it. It, it kind of is, right? You know, it, it, that's why I like it so much. When I do it and when I play it for other people, it's not. There's not me and them and the room. It's just listen this, to this. Th- this is what's happening. Man, it's it's so amazing though. Like if you just think about just getting in a room in a circle with a completely blank slate, and that's then the three best. hours later, that's you best. have a. A song, and it uh, is so awesome. And we've played it thirty-seven times today. And it's yeah, I actually, uh, you know, you were saying you go back and you listen to stuff, and I'm like, eh, I don't really have that problem. Okay, cool. Because I am so lucky in that every band I've ever recorded stuff with, um, and you know, there's bumps, sure. Yeah, I still love all those guys to death. Yeah, uh, and 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 would hang and jam with any of them any day. And when I listen back to the songs, I remember where we were sitting when we wrote them. I remember. Uh, you know how many hilarious times it's almost like a photograph we, it, right it, it's it, like it, it yeah puts but you it's, back it's, into it's a, a it's a photograph music triggers so many parts oh, of the God. brain mm-hmm. you know it just dude yeah. you might you might be in on this and i i'm not going to remember the exact name of this book but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell it to you later All right. it's called like this is your brain on music or something like that it was a book written by a super smart like, talking about oliver Sacks. no i don't think so Hmm. And I'm not going to, don't quote that, me yeah, on that. Yeah. I can't remember it because it's been a while, but he's a super smart, like neuroscientist sure. um, guy, but he loves music. He can't play it, he, whatever, but he does a huge study on your brain and what happens when you're playing music. And so they, you know, they hook you up, they can see what part of your sure. brain flashes. So if us just sitting here talking right now, it's triggering the right side of my brain and I'm doing this and me walking on the streets, triggering this part of my left brain. But playing and listening to music lights your entire brain up. It does because because there's so many different cognitive f- functions. There's let's say let's say we're in a room and we're playing a song right now. There is there is the act of physically playing the song. There's the act of prediction. Like your head is is going forward and going. I need to hit this part coming up in another measure. There's the the feeling of the music coming back to you. There's the there, there's so, there's the um, you know memories of what it's creating in your head and there, there's all of that and also just bringing something out of nothing yeah that's that's the best thing for me like this didn't exist anywhere except in my head and now it's like until I just mm-hmm. made it happen so that you can hear it yeah I mean because you just going hey I've got this idea for this song it's gonna be like this it's gonna sound like this it's gonna have a yeah. verse I can't understand that at all but then you go in a studio record it all and then I listen to it. Yeah. You've just created something out that of, I can out experience of, out of nothing. It's kind of it, you know it's 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 kind of like cooking or something. Yeah. I walked in with some flour and some water and I got some delicious yeah. bread. Mm-hmm. You kind of almost made it out of nothing. It's it's such a cool thing and I think that that's why we're all here. That's why we all play music. That's why we're all in a scene and we want to make this scene better cuz not only do we want to make it better for all the musicians, but we want the general public to experience whether it's a cover band or original band, to experience this cool thing called music, which is the only constant for me. You know? I think, uh, what, yeah, what I want people to do with music is uh, just do it. You know, you people get all these hang-ups. You know, I, I can't do this because of this. I can't do that because yeah. of that. Do you want to do it? And if you want to play that song, play that song. There's going to be somewhere where you can play that. There's going to be somewhere where you can scream your face off. There's going to be somewhere where you could play ancient Chinese flute music with a guy on a zither. If that is your desire. Now, have you done this before? No. Okay. I would. <laughs> I was hoping that I was have, a specific reference. I to probably something. have a CD of it somewhere. New project coming yeah, soon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> with techno. Uh, but no, just 
if if anybody takes anything away from any of this it's you know like you're talking about be you know having conversations with the bars being prepared mm-hmm. just do your work become proficient at what it is you want to do and then just go do the thing just do it and work yeah. with people yeah right talk to people that is oh, talking you got to talk to people yeah exactly shit <laughs> and don't be afraid to hear no right you're going to yeah. hear no yeah if you and haven't heard no yet yeah wow yeah um and get ready to, and if you like doing things that are out there get ready to hear no a lot yeah and if you approach it with that i i think that's a healthier outlook than Oh man, I can't. You know, screw those guys. They're not doing what I want to do. Yeah, they're bringing me down. I can't believe that band's popular. Yeah. That's that's my not. that's my uh, stock angry guy voice. Oh cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like flip that switch on. Blast and tass and blast song concern. Nice, uh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cedar Rapids angry man. Yes. Uh, but that you know, it seems like we're if if you're talking about the scene and wanting to fix it and stuff, you know, and there's a divide and all that. If you look at it from just a clear point of view, like we talked about, you know, just this is what you're interacting with bar person, whatever. This is what you're interacting with. This is what you're trying to do. Talk to them. Yeah. Not at them. Communicate with them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And is it a thing that's good for both parties to do? If so, great. If not, Move on. Yeah. There's no need to disparage them in a well-thought-out Facebook post or any other avenue that one might take for such a thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's how the scene gets healthy. Yeah. Just the I, I think with just, just right? communication um, and people doing what they want to do in a way that benefits everyone involved. That's yeah. that's super well said. I, yeah. That, that's very well uh, said. the overall underlying just... This is what we're here for. You're Why welcome. don't we just keep doing it? I'll send you my bill. All right, so that's it. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> that was the last episode, and it, we've solved it. Thank you. There we go. No more issues. Well, okay, so that, that'll tie us into a second thing we wanted to talk about. You know, you it's interesting that you can say that, too, because you also brought up the, the, the fact of of being a musician and having, like, social anxiety to where, like, this oh, is yeah. what I'm supposed to do. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, I know I'm supposed to get in front of these people and I'm supposed to talk to these people and welcome them up to the stage, but... It's so hard. But how do I do that with social anxiety, right? Uh, I put on a character. Yeah? Yeah, I totally do. So let, let's let's stop for a second. So you have extreme social anxiety, right? I mean, it's not always extreme. It's I've gotten better at reeling it in. Uh, it still flares up pretty good sometimes, but I, I wouldn't say it at this point. At this point, it's just, you know permanent and annoying. Right. But I've really learned how to kind of deal with it. But yeah. Do you think do you think there are a lot of musicians out there that that are dealing with some sort of anxiety? I guarantee you that there are yeah. because I've talked to them. Yeah. And you know, talk to them like, you know, it consists of us acknowledging that each of us have a, you know, a, a common a, a problem if you want to call it that. I guess it is a problem really. But uh and then it's done because neither of us, you know, want to talk about it we we, because we're uncomfortable about it. <laughs> well, you said something before we started recording. You said that some of the best guitarists that you know on this planet personally do not gig. Oh, uh, like I said, almost literally. I won't say literally. But yeah. Al- the real literally, yeah. not literally. Literally. <laughs> almost literally all of the best guitar players I know do not play for anyone outside of their immediate family or their pets. And that's a fear of just getting in front of people. Absolutely. It's a fear of getting in front of people. Uh, and it makes it hard to work in a group setting sometimes. Okay. You know, cause I like we talked that. about with bars communication. Oh yeah. I mean, when you're dealing with a, a band, you're communicating with them on the regular. Yeah. And there could be two, three, four, five of them, depending on the size of your group, you know? So. Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Cause if you don't have any sort of anxiety, you can't relate at all. No, you 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 really can't. Uh, now, to be fair, probably you know one of the reasons that they're the best guitar players I know is that they stay in their house and play guitar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, is, isn't it almost that mad scientist it, kind of vibe? It kind of is, but but you know, all of these dudes. Uh, and I say dudes, yeah, you know, because they were all guys. They're dudes. Yeah, <laughs> we're not uh, okay. Come on here. Yeah, yeah we're not right? discriminating. Yeah. Uh, you know, can I make a non sequitur real quick? Yes. I think that this is an interesting point. I was talking uh, to this or about this uh, with one of my coworkers recently. She was saying something about, um, I don't know, she was asking me something about female musicians. 
and something about, you know, what if you, oh, I think the conversation was something like, would you hire a female musician if they, if they audition? I said, well, yeah, of course. That's not, why is that but, even a question? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. then I paused and I thought about it and I have literally never had a female musician audition for a band ever. Really? Yeah. I just thought that that was an interesting note and worth putting out there. Are there yeah. more male musicians in general? I mean, there are, but if there are some female musicians out there that are afraid of rocking their balls off by all means yeah well your your newer your new band has a lead vocalist we do uh this is the i think there's only i've literally been in probably like you know 50 bands or something like that this is the second one that i've had a, a female member crazy yeah all right yeah I'll, anyway topic, that, that was a non-secret so women out there please get in some bands and we yeah see rock. and not for any reason like oh you know just whatever if there again some, if you want to yeah. do it man do it I, I i almost wonder if it just i'm noticing it more but i feel like there are more women involved in our scene than, than i've known in the past uh, you know, one of my students right now and granted my yeah. guitar students are uh younger yeah but only one is a boy Really? So maybe it's on the uh, yeah. Maybe it's on the chain. On the, on the flip. up and up. Who you've knows, got, man? Uh, you've got like, um, you know, you've got Don Sedlicek was on our last yep. episode. You got Elizabeth Von Presley. You've got. Uh, if you ever seen the rumors before, they've got mm -hmm. two rumors. badass yep. women in yep. their band. I mean, there's there's a ton out there, and yeah. I almost wish there was. But more. anyway, I I just thought that was an interesting uh, right. interesting thing to think about. Well, yeah. How dare you bring that up? Well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> now I don't even know what we were talking about before. I, I think uh, we were that. we were getting into the social anxiety thing because I think you wanted to bring this up as a topic because I think there are more there are people out there that There's, are maybe oh, in this group that. There's tons. Oh, so explain it. Explain it to to people like me. And okay. I don't know about you, AJ. So I can only. How does it work? I can only speak for myself. Okay. Uh, you know, because it's a completely internal thing, so you don't really know what someone else is like on the inside. Uh, so I can only speak for me. But uh, even before I came here, I was sitting there. I got a little knot in my stomach. I was like, nobody wants to hear a single thing that I have to say, let alone for an hour. I'm gonna just say stupid stuff, which I probably have, uh, you know, just all of the things, all of the, you know, when you watch a movie or you read a book and the guy's beating himself up with reasons to not go do a thing. 100%. That, that's a, that's an anxiety thing. Right? Yeah. And it used to be like, there was, uh, a, a few years when it got the worst that it got, like I couldn't even answer the phone. Really? I'd sit there with my phone in my hand and I'd, I'd want to talk to the person who was calling. I just, I just couldn't answer. You just them. think of reasons why. No, I, I like I, I, at that point I wasn't even reasons. It was I just can't. Huh. I, I w if there was more words that I could attach to that, I would. And does that almost become? Does that one moment there then become a spiral to end up? Yeah, other because things? you feel bad for doing that, right? And then you you know you feel bad for that person. You feel bad for yourself, and it just starts and then snowballing. Now the days, and then uh, you know you. you you skip a guy's phone call and then he calls again and you don't answer because you feel bad about the last time. And then, he, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then it goes on and you lose contact with the guy because you felt, you know, because you like a dick about answering that phone call that much more every time that you didn't answer his phone call. Ask me how I know. So how does that play into music then? Um, Cause that, that almost, that, that, that would be a, a crippling thing to it, then it, have it, to get in front of people. Yeah. I, I was trying to think about how to, uh, how to explain you know, why I like getting on stage when I have this kind of frame of mind. And I think it comes down to the fact that when I was a kid and I watched ACDC videos yeah. and I said, that looks like the coolest thing that a human being could ever possibly do. And that just stuck with me forever. And then I kind of got, you know, the social anxiety kicked in, but I still wanted to play on stage because it's the coolest thing that a human being could ever do. So I just kind of... I just kind you of just sort of say whatever I'm going to do this. The time leading up to being on the stage is pretty nerve wracking. Yeah. And then once I'm up there, this just like nirvonic. That's a word I just made up. Well, it's kind of like, safe, you know, it's like a safe place for you. Like you're, you've got your guitar. It just disappears. Yeah. Everything disappears and I'm just playing guitar. Uh, yeah. Now, do you, how about after the show though? When when you're done, do you start getting those thoughts of, oh man, did anybody like what I was doing? Did, did everybody have a good time? No, because the one thing in the entire world that I feel I can at least do kind of okay right. is play guitar. You're better than kind of Just okay. because I've done it for so long and yeah. so much. So when I get done... Is that your most comfortable thing that, you're do, that you could possibly do is just to have a guitar in your hands and play? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
for sure. I, I, I don't not play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> You've got, you're the guy that there's a guitar sitting on his couch right here. Yeah. My, uh, wife has to deal with my guitar being on her chair all the time, all the time, uh, uh you know, at the dinner table on the couch, on the bed. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe you can help diagnose me because, um, I don't, I don't feel like I have any, any anxiety issues, but the thing that I go through is the, the, the letdown afterwards. I go through a major no matter oh, sure. what no matter what High expectations we do, maybe maybe that's what it is and and even if it's just an unbelievable rousing success sure I come down about an hour later and I start going oh man like could we have done that see better? for me mm. it's the exact opposite really? I go into everything in life period expecting the worst okay and when that doesn't happen it's an awesome surprise is is that a way that you've combated anxiety a little bit or or is that just a just who I you mean, are uh, yeah one of the things that helped is uh, i got really heavy into reading philosophy yeah and uh it just whatever flavor of philosophy you like to take on teaching yourself to think in that level of detail is pretty helpful yeah um because, dissect what's yeah, happening yeah because one of the things that i have done over the years to help myself uh, with that kind of thing is uh i really learned to converse with myself yeah uh you know uh, kind of talk yourself out of doing something the way that you don't want to do it. Talk yeah. yourself into it's, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording too, that I, I don't feel like I should get to tell people with social anxiety, just do it. It worked for me. Yeah. Cause I want to ask you like, Hey, if there's somebody out there listening, yeah. what advice can we give them? But there's not really much you can do. My advice is, and this isn't really advice. I, the best advice I ever got was don't take any advice. So I, right. I so I try not to give it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take advice from both of you because I literally have both of those things happen to me before and after the events. Four, oh, man. <laughs> so so oh if you gosh. wouldn't mind uh, yeah. diving in, yeah. But uh, <laughs> if you, what guides me in everything is when I lay in bed at night. When you lay in bed at night, you think your private true thoughts. Oh yeah. You think the the true shit about your day. I want to live my life in a way that when I lay down and think those private thoughts, that they help me go to sleep at night. That they're they're more pleasant. That they're that they're good, and I feel good about them. And it sucks to do all of the social things, and I dread doing it. Of course. But what feels worse, that or not doing the thing that I love? The the snowball. Yeah, you know, the little bit of time of me being anxious, or a lifetime of improving at the thing that I love to do. Well, cause it would be, which is worse. It would be a terrible, like you're naming these guys who, who don't play out. And I'm to have a guy like you not playing out would be a terrible thing. I mean, cause you've, you've been I in agree. so many great bands, <laughs> not only for yourself, but for the general public. Cause you're an incredible guitar player and vocalist and just being a musician well, in you. this area is a helpful thing to have these good musicians. There's off a lot the of shelf them. and playing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, People poo-poo on the music scene around here. I don't know why. Yeah. There's a lot. I've never, ever had a problem finding good musicians to work with. That's true. I Whatever, you know, anytime that I think I need a drummer, I, it might take me a little bit, maybe like a month there's or gonna something, be people out there. but there's going to be people out yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. That's true. Mm-hmm. When I'll go back to that, AJ, I've found that the, the post stress of a of a gig yeah that's just me caring too much yeah and i've learned that like listen especially in today's society everyone is going to complain about something for the most part oh for sure like you you're never no matter what you do Mm -hmm. someone's gonna complain about something yeah and i'll tell you i'll tell you an example from our halloween show it was this 1700 person sold out in a week giant event that i put on myself and like, of course, there's a lot of weight on that, but it was like the third year we've done it, and last year was unbelievable. Everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. However, there was one incident we found out about the next day our, in our costume contest. It's really hard to organize this. There's 1,700 people. You're trying to pick out the best costumes. <laughs> we let in um, a guy with this crazy, messed up face paint on. Right? We're like, oh, that's scary. That looks awesome. We didn't realize that he was a he was a dead soldier. That's what his, that's what he, his costume was, but we didn't, it's a dark room. You're just seeing face. Didn't realize he's wearing camo and stuff. 
And sure enough, he go he goes up on the stage. And he's like, what are you? And he goes, I'm a dead soldier. And he goes, oh, geez. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> for anybody out there, um, you know, like we support our military, but here, here's a dead soldier. Yep. And nobody like the majority of the room didn't think anything of it. But sure. but a, a military man, retired military man messaged us and said, I don't know how far I'm going to take this, but the world's going to hear about how you disrespected the soldiers in the military. And I'm like, no, Oh my God, what is going on here? Like, yep. you know, and, and we straightened it out, but I just realized that like, there's, you're always going to do something wrong. Yeah. No matter how big, and, and the bigger your event, the more things are going to go wrong and the more right. people are going to complain. But as long as like Les said, as long as you're comfortable with what you did and you're happy with and, how and, it and, went and the, and the people hosting the event are happy. And, 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 and at least 80% of the people yeah. had a good time. This is a success for sure, <laughs> right? For but sure. but I'm I'm in that boat with you, man. It's hard yeah. to look back and go, man, we could have had more people, or we could have, mm-hmm. man, we didn't. That song didn't go as well as I thought. Where the rest of my band's like, dude, this is great. Who cares? Why are you yeah. thinking about this? Yeah, but, yeah. Just that Wait. build up, that build up, build up, build up. I mean, how how long do you spend planning that one night? Yeah, I mean, it's a you know? seven month plan. It's exactly. Like, it's like planning a, a giant wedding reception, right. and then it's over that <laughs> yeah. day, and you're like, right. Shit. It only takes it. It's <clears throat> you know, I've done the events that are it's ten to twelve hours, and it took eight months to plan yeah. and it's all over in yeah. 10 to 12 hours. And it's amazing how fast those 10 to 12 hours go. And you're just at the, I, I, at the end find... of it. You're just like, <sighs> yeah. Did it go? Okay. Yeah. 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 I find that, uh, you know, people like that, you could just have yourself a big old apathy sandwich as far as you they're could. concerned. Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to, what are you going to do about them? Well, and, and we straightened it out, and I was I was I felt really bad because in no well, way sure. do we want to disrespect our military, Absolutely. and that was not the intent. But you're right. I mean, he he had a moment where he was going off the handle, but then when right. we talked, he's like, you know what, you guys are great. Like, I'm sorry that that's not a big deal. You know, we'll we'll just be better about it in the future. Great conversation mm-hmm. over. You know, mm-hmm. but w- one thing I had a, a question for you about social anxiety though was, okay, so is it easier to go into a studio and record? a song than it is to get on the stage and play the song? Not at all. Is it almost worse? It is definitely Because this is forever. <laughs> I would say it's worse. Too. Oh, my God. I don't like recording. Okay. For me, it is a necessary evil. Yes, you have to. I, I, I don't enjoy it. Is, uh, it, is I, it. I like playing live music, and I like being off the cuff. Right. Which... Making a mistake and no big deal. Well, not even making a mistake, but just, you know, I'm always thinking about what can I add and it just, you know, I'm sitting there playing the riff and I'm thinking about, oh, God, oh, is that F sharp? What about F sharp? <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know. The recording is just. It, it's dry. It's. Yeah. And it can be, it's it's a fun process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for when I'm actually playing in the right. studio. Like the bits when you're band- the finished product bantering with the engineer and, yeah. and the finished product and the, hey, we're done. That's but the, hey, big... we need you to get in there and cut this track. Oh. But just, you know, once every part of it up until that record button gets pressed is great. But once that red light's going. I'm a sweating man. And that has nothing to do with the social stuff at all. That's also I have super high personal standards. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, there is that. I think the recording process makes it, it shows you how meticulous you really can be for yourself. Like, like critical you can be of yourself. Definitely. And, and how critical you have to be for the music to also, I don't do a lot of recording myself at home. That's hopefully going to, I'm in the process of, you know, building my stuff up and I'm going to start doing a, a lot more of that, but I really don't do much of it now, just little demos. So when I'm playing guitar at home, that's pretty much like practicing, you know, playing on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm ready for. Yeah. I, don't, I don't practice under the gun. Yeah. Recording we don't style. have a metronome rolling here. I, I might have a yeah, metronome yeah. going, but I just, I don't have the pressure of time is money. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right. You know, there's money. We're in the studio. It's just here a different goes. vibe. It's just a different vibe, and right. it's not. Uh, it is a totally different vibe. Yeah. There's it's a not lot. My, and you're by it, yourself. It's not my natural habitat. Yeah. Put it that way. I, I found that it. recording live, like recording live, is just way better because you're still. We've still got that. That's something I've never playing. really got to do. Yeah, because it's just you, probably right. Just you sitting down there here, yeah. listening, yeah. using your headphones, play along with it. Yes. Yeah, the part of music is playing with the other people. But you do, but you do a lot of solo stuff nowadays too, don't you? Uh, I mean, I've been doing it's just cover gigs right now, but solo acoustic. But yeah, I re- I love doing. it. I've been doing it for a couple of years, and I just I like always doing new things. And I really needed something new, and I always really enjoy the sound of acoustic guitar. Oh yeah, and, grandpa's uh, guitars. And it's such a 
a different instrument to play physically. Yeah. You, you really have to learn to wrangle it quite different than an electric guitar. Mm -hmm. And so it was super fun to take on a whole new challenge. Do you have, is it harder for you to go up to that solo gig and play than to get on stage with a band? Not really with the solo gigs. One of the night with, with, with the band's cover or original, if you're doing a heavy kind of thing, you are an, you know, you're an entertainer. Behold, we are the band. Come to the front of the stage, my people. Yeah. Uh, when you are doing the, you know, the wine bars, yeah. the coffee, all that kind of stuff, you're just the guy in the corner playing yeah. music. Yeah. And that, yeah. for me, that's heavy. It's almost, it's yeah. Those have become really my favorite gigs. You set up in the corner. With your little PA and your tiny little amp yep. and your acoustic, and you're down to one. Yeah, you on play and you game. play whatever the hell you want over there for three hours, as long that's as true. And that's perfect, man. I'll do that all day. Because I, I can't. I can easily. I can be on stage. I don't care if there's 50 million people in the room. If I'm with a band and I'm behind a drum set, like, yeah, I can. I can do that in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even get nervous about it. But if it were just me, yeah. With it, f- I don't sing and play guitar the very first well. Few but times, if I did, the, the first few times, I mean, you know, the whole cliche. It was I'm so naked up there. Yeah, yeah. You the, can't turn around, and go right, guys. Yeah. Nobody else is on the stage. Yeah, met- metaphorical dong was flying. I was <laughs> as naked as could be. Uh, but once you know, you do it a few times, just like any any other kind of gig. Yeah, it, j- it just fine. becomes natural. Yeah. No, and, and uh, I. Uh, it's taught me a lot doing the cover gigs or the acoustic gigs, uh, a lot more, which I already knew a decent bit, I suppose, but about how songs were constructed, just the little tiny details of when melodies do this and that over chord changes in certain ways, when it's just you and you have to cover all those bases, oh, yeah. you really see how they, uh, how they all go it together. Makes you appreciate any, it more, any, right? any guitar player that's ever wanted to do it, I would highly recommend doing it. It's, it's a blast and it's a learning experience for sure. Well, one thing I wanted to come back around to was you have been in the scene for a long time. You said, what, 90-something that you've probably been playing in bands I have been playing uh, December that just passed. I made 26 years that I've played guitar. And I really, like I said, I've started playing on stage maybe a year after that or something like that. So a long time. And the the majority of it's been around here in this area? for sure. What's the difference what have you seen the scene do in those, in that time period? You know, have you seen it change much or is it just the way we think about it? I think that, I don't know, man, it's, it's a difficult question. There, there's details that you could nitpick over, Mm -hmm. but are they really worth nitpicking over? I don't think it's really that different than it's ever been. You got your heavy original bands, you got your cover bands that are playing the popular stuff. Yep. They're the ones getting paid for it. The original bands aren't, and they're complaining about it. Uh, so that's always been. It's, I mean, that's how it's always been, and and that's great. More power to everybody. I I don't I don't think it's really changed all that much. There's still a the whole time I've played. There's been the great you know abundance of musicians in the area that yeah. I've talked about. Uh, the only the only difference really is there's fewer clubs uh, to do original music at. That's, I think that's, that's true. That's the big one, uh, and that. That hurts the scene a good bit because, I mean, if you you want to play your stuff, if you're just yeah. in a band and you're just only practicing over and over in your basement, or every show is, you know, driving two and a half hours to, who cares USA? Right. It's it's not as fun. But at the same time, if bars are, are losing it, you know, it would be so cool to have a true. Like and nothing against uh, uh, tailgaters because I think tailgaters is about as close as we get. But to have yeah. a true music venue in this town where there is a, a great stage, great lights, big sound system. It would take, yeah, I was going to say, it, it would take, to make it be a real, like, this mm-hmm. is the club. Mm-hmm. You think about, for me anyway, the one that is the classic one for town is Third Street Live. The upstairs, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You walk in and you're like, this is an yes, awesome rock club. I want to play that stage. And not only did it look cool, yep. it had a sweet sound system, yep. it had sweet lights, they got acts. Yeah. They did, if you made a list of things that clubs do that are awesome, they would have it all checked yeah. off. And if somebody, you know, was going to do that, you would have, I think, the same kind of scene that Third Street had. Do you but think it's, it's gonna it's gonna take someone with yeah. uh, with some cojones and some uh, some so dollars. So if you if you had the money, 
but but it's not it's not like just throwaway money. But it's like okay, I've been saving all my life. I've right, got, you got this like money. An investment. I want to own a yeah. music venue. That's all I want to do. Do would you pull the trigger in Cedar Rapids? I don't know if I personally would because I don't know if it would be successful. If you make something good, people will go to it. Yeah, feel the dreams type thing. Yeah, I mean if you if you have a club and it's not shitty inside. Right. You clean the bathrooms. Yeah. You get the nice yeah. fruity pebble smelling pea cake. You know, uh, pea cake. All right, bars. Clean your bathrooms. Yes, yeah. please, please. That you know what? That is how I rate bars that I play at. Bathrooms. Bathrooms. So what's the lowest on the scale? Gabe's, old Gabe's from back in the old, day. Old Gabe's is miserable. Um, the worst Blue was in bad. Oxford Junction. I think they Ooh. had this bar at the end of the bar. So like, you know, when you slide the drink down, classic, yeah. you know, at, oh, the, yeah. at the end of the bar is exactly, so like bar stool, bar stool, bar stool, bathroom door, and it opens out. <laughs> oh. So you yes, can't even course. stop the door from opening. No. And the, the crapper is facing right at the door. <laughs> That's the worst bathroom I've been, uh, ever. And that wow. wasn't even a smell factor. Don't design your bathrooms like that. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What's the best bathroom you ever played? Um, anyone that doesn't stink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, do, do you want a cool road bathroom story? Yeah. I uh, was doing a sit down in Georgia without realizing that the uh, lights were on a timer oh. <laughs> and the, the lights went out and it was 2.30 and nobody else was coming in the bathroom. So what happened next? Oh, uh, I mean, I got, I got her done. Yeah. You got her done. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll imagine the rest yeah, of that. This, <laughs> if you really want the method, I'll, I'll give it to you after the show. Life on the road, man. It, it tends to only be bathroom stories. <laughs> I'm telling you. It, it's but generally no, all the stories But no, if, if you build, if, if you get a bar and it's nice inside yeah. and you have an environment that makes people want to party and have, and fosters a good time, then great. Don't, you know, I don't know how many times I go set up and we're, you know, an exciting rock band. You get there at seven and sure that's a little early, Mm -hmm. but you should at least be starting to foster the atmosphere. You got the lights low. Yeah. You know, you got six depressing country songs on the jukebox about your loved one leaving you. And it's just like, what are you trying to do? Right. Are you, are you, are you trying to make people not want to stay here? <laughs> there, there's nothing worse than ending a, ending a set and like, you know, you're waiting for, you're going to get off stage, the next band's going to get on and, and the engineer puts on like Savage Garden songs or yes. something like that. And you're like, bro, this even, is a heavy metal show. E- dude, e- even <laughs> Savage Garden is a brutal party compared to some of the <laughs> stuff. Yeah. No. So you don't do those things. You know, you pay attention to the details like that. People come in, it's a good time, you got a good sound system. I think here in town... I think it could happen. I think it could You gotta put in the work, but it could happen. You gotta put in the work, and there are a few bands, original-wise, that are totally good enough to make it be a pro kind of feeling thing. And if you had a place that was that level of quality worth aspiring to... The level of quality of bands in town almost gets better, right? It has to get better because they, then they've got something worth doing it for, somewhere worth doing it at. I think you're right. I think if as as every musician and band continues to up their game around here, it only helps the entire scene in a in, oh, a, yeah. in a huge way to to just have a little bit of like, man, that band's really killing it, and that band's killing it. And the general public knows that no matter where they go, they'll pop into any bar club, they're going to see a killer show. I mean that. That's one of the things I think that could really just continue to improve yep. this area. I think also bars could uh, maybe advertise a little more. Yeah. Um, and I know some of them do, but I mean, there used to be the penny saver. And right. I know that Kale mentioned this too, I think you yeah. guys in the, in the first podcast. Um, but even that, you know, putting something in the penny saver, that's... It's probably just a waste at this point, it, don't you think? Yeah, and you don't... I don't even know what the answer to it right. is, but there has to be something more than nothing. There has to. And we talked about that in our episode with Don. It's like the social media is like almost one of the only ways to advertise now, but it's like, could there be, there's got to be more ways that we can do this, you know? Yeah. So uh, social media is what it is now. Yeah, it is. That's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, if you're playing music, and you're trying to get young people in the slightest, you have to go social media. Yeah. You have to. That's, that's just the name of the game. That's true. But nope. Build it and they will come. Field of well, dreams Well, if for somebody sure. out there is listening and wants to and invest wants to some give money me heavily, a couple million dollars, Les will take it and turn it into a club that everyone That will I will love. not run. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will design it and then not I've run worked it. At, I've worked at enough bars back in my day. 
to never run one. <laughs> it's such a bummer that 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 building that Third Street's in is because I somebody's been trying to reno that and they lost it and that I haven't a even joke kept or whatever, up with it. But yeah, it's it's there's so much old code issues in that building and it's a historical building that. Oh yeah, I've uh, I I worked there uh, doing load in and load out for Eesh. lots of bands for a few years. And you and felt that floor sag. I, I almost died a number of times Eesh. coming out the back steps. With coming the, down the back steps. Going up the front steps, uh, it burned down in there one time, and we had to carry the pool tables out of there, and you wow. know, almost got crushed to death by a pool table there. Yeah. Rule it's number a- one of new venue: no steps, please. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Zero steps. <laughs> or or an elevator. Those or an good, elevator. Yeah. Big freight elevator. Get the lift. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah. Well, we're kind of getting to the to the end of this whole guy. We hit about an hour on these. AJ, anything you want to touch on with Les here? Boy, man. It, I don't have a lot. Um, you've, you've put into words a lot of things that I think people struggle with putting into words. You've done a really good job of doing that, man. My pleasure. Uh, and, and yeah, and I, I really appreciate your perspective of the original and the and the cover it's, bands and everything, man. So. It's two worlds. You you can exist yeah. in both. They you don't totally ha- they don't have them. to be the same. Yeah, things can be different. People, things can conflict. It's yeah. okay. It's life. It's nature. Th- yeah. That's super important. You said like you don't have to just pick one. No. Yeah. It's not like a there's two teams playing in a championship game here, and you have to pick one side. No, you, you can root for both teams. Yeah, yeah. Take the middle way. I because I that's one of the things I haven't done in a long time is actually get back into the original scene, and I've been thinking that it would be awesome to just you should do it to just do that just why, for the sake of doing it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, just for, oh yeah. Why? What? What's? What am I going to lose here? Exactly. Right. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> like hey hey original bands out there like start playing a couple cover songs. Start a start a a combo cover band with a bunch yeah. of your friends and it's and not like it it's it's not like there's no skills that that, that cross over oh god you're, if you're playing cover songs you're practicing if you're playing rock stuff you're yeah. practicing yeah uh, you know sweet lead moves you're practicing you're picking you're dude i'll tell you i've improved more as a drummer in my cover band years yeah. than i did in my original i mean years. you're practicing setting up and tearing down yeah you can't practice that i mean you can practice that at you your can, house i guess horrible. but <laughs> you're not gonna you're, you're not gonna have a whole bar worth of people yelling at you to hurry up about hurry it up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. I, it's funny. I, we're kind of taking steps towards that. FFO. I told yeah. you about the Chatterbox yeah. show, Cinco de Mayo, and everything. Yeah, you're taking a cover band and an original band, yeah. and you're putting yeah. them on the same bill. Yeah. We're opening up for Chatterbox, and I think we're literally going to take our set and split it right down the middle of our originals and covers and mix it all together, Why not? man. And that's what we're gonna do, and we're gonna see how it vibes out. And so, I, there, I'm excited to do it. So, yeah, man. Again. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Just do what's fun, you that's, know, that, for that. And that's that's what it is for us. And there's a lot of original bands out there who are, they're going to continue to do what they want to do to continue to quote end quote mm-hmm. make it right. whatever that is to them and more power to them to do what they want to do and get out there in the world they want to be in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's killer. I mean, remember too that you're. You're doing this for yourself. That's yeah. that's the number one most yeah. important thing. And yeah, for sure. And if you're not a jerk, doing it in a way that benefits other people is doing it for yourself. Yeah. Oh, totally. Absolutely. You know that that reciprocal feeling of yeah. seeing a crowd full of people just having the best time, and or somebody going, "Hey, man, I got your new album, and it's incredible." Like or, that's or amazing. Any, any single part of it. You yeah, know? a song that you thought you stunk at. Some guys like that's the coolest thing I've ever heard I in my life. You play the guitar on that. Oh my god. You know. You know any of it that's killer well again it seems like every episode we do should probably go on for five more hours because we're just i mean we're scratching the surface on this stuff but i gotta go i gotta go teach these whippersnappers these ed sheeran songs (laughs) (laughs) in case anybody out there wants to improve their guitar playing skills less is for hire for guitar lessons yeah look me up on the facebook uh can can i Hey, plug, can yeah, I, plug can it I plug all, things? man. Uh, you can uh, call West Music. Yeah. Uh, 377-9100. Uh, look me up there. Uh, I got bands, Extreme Leisure. We have an EP called We Aren't the World. You can get it on Bandcamp. You can uh, come see us live. Uh, Black the Sun back, is back, back together, and rocking, and I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, the mixtape is kicking. Super fun, Dream Project. It went Lots off. of Madonna. We all... Don't even get me started. Uh, Dear Jesse, that's oh, a great song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got the acoustic gig playing uh, in Cedar Falls this weekend. Uh, and then the American Emergency, I help yeah. out with them. You can check them out, too. Uh, I think he's got some stuff up now. Yeah. If you like industrial 
metal kind of catchy uh, stuff. Uh, it's darn good. Well, Les Olhauser is the man who just says, I like to play music, and he does everything, and he does anything that he wants. Spans all genres. I I'll think we do can it learn till I die. See, and that's a beautiful thing. If we could all be more like Les, the scene would be <laughs> the world would be a better. The place. world would be a better place, man. <laughs> well, thanks for coming by, man. Thank Appreciate you. it. My thanks, pleasure. Les. Thanks, AJ. Anything, anything to let everybody buy on here? Hey, man. Uh, Wolfpack Productions yeah. is where we're at. Um, we're happy to host it. And uh, if you have anything to record, get in touch. Yeah, Wolfpack Productions, great studio here. They they let me come kick my feet up and do podcasts. It's great. Heck yeah. Happy yeah. to have you, man. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Grease Trout. I can't